you know, I think that you can be a leader in every and any part of your life, regardless of where you fall in any hierarchies that you might be a part of. Um, you can really be a leader who tries to lead more from a round table than a pyramid. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. This is season two, episode four, with my special guest, Robin Funston. This is Leadership Dynamics with Robin Funston. Innovative companies are led by innovative leaders. They are visionary, groundbreaking, disruptive, proactive, forward-thinking, aligned with their values, and responsible. But the question is, how did they get that way, and can the process be duplicated? Let's talk about it. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership is Podcast, episode uh, four, season two, with my special guest, Robin Funkson, who is a leadership and team dynamics coach. Uh, Robert's experience in uh, coaching is, is in coaching leaders uh, to develop dynamic teams who feel valued, satisfied, and supported in order to make a greater impact in their industry and the world. Robin provides coaching and consulting for leadership and team dynamics for innovative companies, individuals, and uh, communities. Known for bringing the calm and the adventure, <laughs> and I know that for a fact, Robin <laughs> Funston makes and holds the space for real and lasting transformation to occur. Uh, she specializes in leadership development, team dynamics, and facilitation of conversations that challenge paradigms and create lasting change. Welcome, Robin, to the Leadership Is podcast. Thank you, Jason. Thanks so much for having me today. Absolutely. Thank you. And there's much more that is in your wonderful resume. But instead of, you know, really going over that, just kind of tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for um, the introduction. And so, yeah, I'm a leadership coach and a team dynamics coach. I am a trainer and a speaker every now and then for the right kind of event. Um, and I do a lot of community and organization facilitation. Um, and facilitation is a pretty wide range of what that might entail. Um, I'm also a wife, a mother, a community activist focused on advancing collaboration and equity in our world. And uh, in my work, I try to be a bridge for um, my somewhat radical advocacy work and then my more traditional clients leadership work. And um, I'm getting a little better at being explicit about this being a bridge aspect. Um, and it's still a little bit of a growth edge for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I understand. I understand. So what uh, are you originally from, uh, you know, this area of North Carolina? No, I grew up outside of the D.C. metro area, um, and I lived there until I went to college in Richmond, Virginia, um, and then I um, ended up in Brevard, North Carolina, just outside of Asheville um, back in, I don't know, 2006, maybe. So I've been in the area since 2006 and then in Asheville proper since 2010. 
Okay, very good. Well, you know, definitely, uh, I've been here since 2017 myself. So, Ooh, uh, I, I got here first. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, thank you for 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 leading. Uh, you know, uh, uh, lighting the way uh, for those <laughs> of us that'll be coming uh, after, even even myself. So, thank you. Um, so, tell me something. Since this is a, a leadership podcast, what is your definition of leadership? Well. Um... I have a little bit of a long answer and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, So leadership to me is when you are conscious of the importance of how you are intentional around the changes that you influence. Um, And so the changes that you influence, the relationships that you tend and the outcomes that you are reaching for. So you're conscious of that and you do it in alignment with your own integrity and with empathy for all that you impact. So it's when you're really invested in the positive outcomes for all the stakeholders, which includes people you work with, who you serve, who feels your impact and the environment within where you work and that you impact. Um, It means that you hold all of these parts of these elements in your decision-making and then make decisions based on the healthiest outcomes for all involved. So no pressure, it's a lot. Um, (laughs) And I I also like to say that healthy doesn't always mean wealthy. So it it means that you have to be aware of the healthiest outcomes. And while we know that, you know, we need in our society, we need money to, to get by and to live, sometimes the healthiest impact for everyone um, isn't only about making money. Um, And just one more piece, which is that I think that you can be a leader in every and any part of your life, regardless of where you fall in any hierarchies that you might be a part of. Um, You can really be a leader who tries to lead more from a round table than a pyramid, I think. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that that makes sense. Uh, You know, I, I read a book. Uh, by a guy named Jacob Morgan, and it's called The Future Leader. Mm. And in this book, he interviewed, um, I believe it was, it, it was a, quite a few leaders from a, a wide variety of industries. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I drew from that book is that there are as many definitions of, you know, leadership as there are people to say it. Yeah. You know, and, and so uh, when I asked that question, you know, what is your definition of leadership? You know, it people draw from their experiences. They draw from the knowledge. Uh, and, and, and so, you know, when, when people give me their definition of leadership, that's their definition of leadership. But again, it works. Right. Because and then there's this uh, silver lining between all of the definitions that I've heard. You know, and, and so, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, uh, sharing that. So what, what's the drive and the meaning behind, you know, leadership and team dynamics? Right. So I really love and I think it's in my email footer, this quote by Octavia, uh, Octavia Butler, which is that all that you touch, you change mm. all that you change changes you and the only lasting truth is change. And so when, when I think about dynamics, I really have this 
understanding that we're all in a change process all the time. And to be a leader in a change process is just to be aware of your impact in all of the things that are happening around you. And uh, I think that when you become a leader, it's because you become aware of your impact about the change, not necessarily that you specifically intend to change things. Because I think we all have impact and we all change things, right? But in leadership, it's when you are aware and intentional about how you guide the change that you're a part of. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I think that, you know, when we think about leadership and when I work with folks, you know, a, a vast majority of my work is in individual leadership development. So um, I work with folks around personal goals that they have to support their staff or to hold teammates accountable or work-life balance and the importance of self-care because that really affects how they show up in their relationships. Um, and I work with teams and their team dynamics. So thinking about the healthy relationship dynamics, how do we build trust with each other? Uh, how do folks ask for what they need? hold boundaries about their own capacity and give feedback about how they're working to got together, not just what they're doing together. And when you can really have that level of trust and feedback and, and mutual effective communication, then collaboration just flows. And we know that collaboration breeds creativity and innovation and so <laughs> I don't trust anyone who's 100% sure about anything, but I will say something that I am 99.9% .9 sure about is that we can't make important and healthy change for our people and planet by ourselves. So yeah. being able to do it together is really, really important. And when I talk about dynamics, I'm talking about how much things shift because there's so many people who affect the personality of the room or the culture. Hmm. Yeah. So, so tell me this, Robin, and, and like, like I state, you know, um, there are times that I go off script, right? So uh, in your work, right, what are, I guess, signs of bad team dynamics? You know, like what are, what are signs of a bad team? Oh, um, well, there's probably a long list of those things. Um, and you know, I don't want to necessarily say it's all bad all the time, right? Because 100% sure of anything, I, I don't trust. And what I would say is unhealthy team dynamics look like avoiding conflict because you don't know how to have a hard conversation, right? Mm. Or, yeah. or high levels of conflict that are unresolved and generally there's one or two folks that, or departments or whatever that bear the brunt of the conflict and don't really get a say in how things go. Um, and then unhealthy power dynamics. You know, I find that when you are in an organization or a team and the power dynamics are unspoken, as in, you know, one person really has the final say, but nobody wants to talk about how that person has the final say. Um, 
you know, when, when things are implicit instead of explicit around power, um, I find that to be uh, a really challenging thing to take on. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, I, cause I, I find it interesting how um, I, I've read in this book, uh, well, two of his books, Patrick Lencioni, um, the, uh, the five dysfunctions of a team. And he talks about that conflict dynamic and how it's, based from the lack of trust. And, uh, you know, there's another one, uh, Brian Tracy, you know, and he has a book that's talked about, you know, change your thinking, change your life. And he talks about how, you know, conflict is a part of, of, you know, everything that, that you do, you know, it's conflict is really, if you cannot have a healthy conflict, you would never have a healthy relationship um, because conflict is necessary um, to build and sustain, you know, uh, deep uh, relationships. And so I, I find it interesting how that whole thing works. And then another book I read from uh, Patrick Lencioni called The Motive. Mm-hmm. And in this book, you know, he talks about how leaders uh, should really question why you want to be a leader. And uh, if you really don't know the real answer uh, to that question, then you might want to, you know, look at another aspect of the work, you know, in your industry and company. And so I just wanted to tell you, thank you uh, for for expounding on that, that whole team dynamic, because, you know, we work in certain areas where, you know, teamwork is absolutely, uh, you know, something that is desired but building that team is dreaded you know how how do people get past that whole dreadedness of of building teams well you know i think it's a little bit individual each time just like you mentioned earlier in you know everybody has their own definition of leadership each individual person has their own stuff that they come to the table with that we have to navigate when we're in a team dynamic now you know i think at the end of the day, a, a healthy relationship, and we can just put it as a healthy relationship, period, not just in a team. It could be in your partnership. It could be in your family. It could be in your church. It could be wherever you are. But a healthy relationship really leans on the ability to hold boundaries with each other. And so, A, if you're going to hold boundaries, you have to know what your boundaries are, first of all. And then, you have to know how to communicate them with other folks and you have have to have built enough trust with those other folks to be able to hold those boundaries in a way it doesn't harm your relationship. You don't have to, um, I think sometimes folks who aren't super good at holding boundaries feel like it has to come off in a really aggressive way um, when in reality it can just be a pretty simple yes or no. Um, and I love that what you said about conflict too, Jason. Um, you know, I, I work with the five dysfunctions of a team on a lot and his pyramid, the bottom of that pyramid is trust. So, right. um, you know, and, and it goes from trust into effective conflict, into effective commitment, into holding each other accountable. And then the top of the pyramid is about getting results. And what I find is a lot of teams start with commitment (laughs) and work up. So they're like, how do we get commitment from folks? How do we hold people accountable to those commitments? And then how do we get results? And they often forget 
that the foundation of a good team starts with building trust and being able to handle conflict. And so, you know, early in my career, I was a mediator. I was a mediator for 10 years. So it put me into a team dynamics path in a really uh, fluid kind of way after that, because um, folks were calling me because they'd started that third rung up in the, in the pyramid instead of started with the trust and said, Hey, we don't know how to handle conflict. We are struggling and um, I'll be honest, sometimes people will come to me way too late um, wow. and, it was, and it was tough uh, and, and a little bit beyond our ability to, to manage. Um, you know, I think it's John Gottman that talks about uh, once, you, once you get past resentment into contempt for each other, it's really hard to come back from that. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice and thank you for the work that you do. (laughs) Well, it's, it, you know, it is my pleasure. It's a, I think, um, I don't know what's wrong with me that I love to hold space for conflict. It just, I I think it's that, um, you know, conflict is a catalyst for change. And I really, really love to guide and witness and appreciate and be curious about the way that we influence change. Yeah. 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 I, I, yes, ma'am. Well, thank you. Thank you kindly uh, for being willing to, to, to jump in the fight. You know, they, there's an old saying that says, you know, it's not the dog that's in the fight. It's the fight in the dog, you know? <laughs> and, and so thank you for being uh, that courageous um, uh, a broker of, of, of team and leadership dynamics or leadership and team dynamics. So thank you. Uh, if you can, for our audience, Robin, give us three leadership tips. Okay. Um, (laughs) I think, you know, I think we've already done a little bit of it, but I'll, I'll just say the first one would be don't shy away from hard conversations. And when you are in those hard conversations, stay curious and be able to admit any mistakes that you as a leader have made because a leader who admits their mistakes builds trust very quickly. Um, second is do your own work. And what I mean by do your own work is not the, what you do, right? It's the, it's, it's the, how you do it. So get in touch with your own strengths, your own motives, as you mentioned, and then lean on your strengths and your motivations and be honest with yourself about your areas for improvement and seek and actively solicit feedback about those areas that you struggle from the people that you work with and you lead. Um, And then third, I'd say really understand the places where you hold power to change the systems that you're in and be intentional about how you change them. So, you know, staying aware of your motives and who is influencing you as you seek to change those pieces. I, like I said earlier, I don't think it, you, you have to be the CEO or the executive director of a company to be considered a leader. I think you could be anyone, anywhere who is a leader. And you just have to recognize where it is that you hold the power to influence change. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So don't shy away from the hard conversations. Do your own work. And it's not so much as what, but how and 
understand the places where you hold power. Excellent uh, tips for us, Robin. Do you have any uh, closing comment, contact information, how people can solicit your services? Sure, yeah. I have a website. It's just robinfunston.com. Um, last name Funston, F-U-N-S-T-E-N. And on my contact me page, there is a little click here button and folks can always just have a 30 minute consult call with me. And I, I love having those conversations and either I'll um, take it on or refer you out to, to other folks. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of teams lately and I love that work. And it, it takes up a lot of my uh, energy and, and time and just brain space, to be honest. Um, and so I am really, you know, I have a handful right now of individual coaching clients and I'm really, really um, excited to invite more one-on-one -on -one conversations. As far as closing comments go, you know, I would just say, I'm really, really grateful for the work that you're doing in this world, Jason. I think um, it's it's always fun to have a colleague that we can bounce ideas around and uplift each other's work. Um, and and really, you know, I've really appreciated our, our brainstorming sessions and um, just the ways that we get to, you know, push each other a little bit. So thank you. Thank you for being my colleague in that. Absolutely. And the, the feeling is mutual. Thank you for always being one that, you know, I can reach out to. And thank you so much uh, for always being you. Hmm. Well, thank you for being you too, Jason. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. Same here. Take care. Take care. Are you promoting the right people into leadership positions? How do you know? How do you measure the outcomes and are they the outcomes you're looking for? Please visit www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com. Again, www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com and request a half hour conversation to assess if we can address your leadership development needs. Oh, and by the way, always remember that leadership is influence and service. You have just listened to Leadership Is Podcast Season 2, Episode 4 with my special guest, Ms. Robin Funston, who is a leadership and team dynamics coach. Nobody likes to talk about conflict, but Robin makes it fun to dive deep into the difficult situations experienced by all organizations. Through experiential training, uh, she demonstrates the necessary skills for effective team management using discussions, practice, and kinesthetic experience. What she gave us today were three leadership tips that are absolutely outstanding and can be fundamentally uh, uh, implemented into any leadership or organization. The first one is don't shy away from holding uh, hard conversations. And, you know, that deals with the conflict. And of course, you know, you can see where she's coming from as a conflict resolution specialist. You know, don't shy away from the hard conversations. And you have to have 
those hard conversations in order to establish some type of you know ground or, or to make some ground number two was she said uh, do your own work but it's not so much as what you do but how you do it right and so she was talking about knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and then the third leadership tip she gave us was to understand the place where you hold power Right. Understanding where your strength place is, understanding the place where you hold power, not so much as your function or your title or your position, but really the place where you hold power. So here at uh, JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your company with identifying your hidden or next generation leaders and tailor a leadership development mindset training specifically for guiding your succession plan for your next generation leaders. If you would like to have a conversation about us doing a presentation or keynote at your next event or about your leadership bench, including helping you develop one, please do not hesitate to reach out to us via email at info at jmleadershipdevelopment.com or give us a call at 828-333-7234 and we will respond promptly. In the meantime, please subscribe and give us a good review for this podcast on many podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and more under the name Jason A. Muhammad slash leadership is. You also may follow us on social media. Twitter is at LeadershipJM, Facebook and Instagram is JM Leadership Development. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.